This is 14 Minutes of Fame. I'm your host, James Bradford, and my co-host is Caroline Ritchie, and we are sitting here today with Chris Casabant. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Chris. Thanks. Thanks for having me. excited to be here? Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great time. So today we're touching on, you know, getting to who you are throughout the show, but also talking about the show today. Um, how do you feel about Raw Wheels, you know? How do you feel about our first episode? It's awesome. It's really cool. I mean, what you guys have done is amazing. I mean, you can take something that didn't run and in seven days do it like you did. That's, it takes something. I mean, that's really cool. Really, really cool. You had a big part in that. Yeah, but a lot of people dream about it. You hear a lot of guys who talk about it. They park it on the side of the house or out in the yard and you don't, you know, they don't touch it for years. And you guys mm-hmm. knocked it out, you know, out of the park with that one. It's really, really cool. It's funny how it all happened. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, you know, we weren't really planning on having it go like this, but it just fell, everything fell into place. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, it was. <laughs> what was the hardest part for you guys, you think? Because I worked, you know, I, was, I had to work a lot through it, so I was always helping out afterwards. Well, uh, I think the timing of it all. Just... James, James was the hardest part about the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I could. I could just play that right back at you, you know. Oh, I know. Okay. You're welcome to if you uh, want. No, I think the timing of it, squishing it all together, um, trying to make everything, you know, coordinate. Long days. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there were, know, what, 14-hour days? You know, some of them, yeah. yeah. Well, most of them, probably. Well, it's something that none of us have, you know, really set a time period like that to and executed in that you know time period so that's kind of a crazy thing for all of us especially me and james but going back to chris on this i mean did you did you think our deadline was unrealistic i mean i'm kind of curious absolutely absolutely okay because he was on the same page as i was (laughs) i thought when you guys said oh we're gonna get this done in a week i said no way especially day four i think was it day four we did the drive shaft we Mm, went to dixie powertrain in savannah was that day three it was day three wasn't it? It was in between one of those days, and at that point, I was like, mm, "The drive shaft." They they gave us the bad news that it wasn't going to get done that day, and that really for me was like, "Ah, sh- you know, shoot." It's Don't let gonna... any more out. Yeah, all right, okay. all right, all right. <laughs> no more details. <laughs> we got to give a little. Story. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> yes, there was a drive shaft problem little that bit. we had to take care of. Dun dun dun. Almost, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, almost blew the budget, but yeah. Anyway. Indeed, so. yeah, for sure. Um. Honestly, let, let me just say thank you for putting up with us this whole thing. We had a lot of great people. You're welcome, guys. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, you've been very supportive. You're, you know, with with helping out, putting in your time, uh, and it's all volunteer. You know, Absolutely. we're we're all in this, uh, you know, investing well, there, our time. There's in. been many nights where you guys have, you know, the drop of a hammer, just been there and helped me out and saved me on the side of the road and mm-hmm. whatnot. So. Yeah, I mean, in the midst of you not only working, but working on your project car. Do you want to talk a little more about what your project car is? It's, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, right now, it's a 65, 1965 Mustang. Um, I took, I bought it broken. Uh, the motor wasn't <laughs> running right, so Carolyn and I got it back to our shop and decided to tear it apart. Um, we took about, what, four months, five months to build the motor. We took the motor out in the first three days. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, over time, just kind of pieced it together when we had time after work and on the weekends um, and really made quite a, a little power pack out of it. I'm actually really happy with it. It's a cool car. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's loud as can be. I want to put some mufflers on it, quiet it down a little bit, but it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You're, awesome. not, you're not happy with the exhaust no. <laughs> we put on? I like it, but man, when you're cruising, I want to listen to the radio. It's it <laughs> just, it, yeah. 
that is my radio and in, in all of the cars I've ever had. It's the motor. Yeah. 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 It sounds like open engine. headers, man. It's loud. It's loud listen to the engine. You know, if I want to turn it up, I just push the gas pedal a little harder. That yeah. sounds nice. I mean, most of the time my radio has been broken. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, also you, I mean, in the midst of working on your Mustang, you've been working on another project car as well. Oh, the Torino, yeah. Yeah, that is pretty that. crazy. He has, you know, stripped this thing completely down, not to complete metal, but there's been, what, eight layers of paint put on that car? <laughs> yeah, it's been blue, it's been white, uh, it's been red, it's been gray, it seems. There's layers and layers of paint that we had to go through to uh, finally get down to the bottom of it, so it's coming along. Yeah, he's, he's truly committed to this for sure. I mean, he's a protege over at um, Landspeed Automotive, so he's learning how to do body work and metal work properly. Not so much backyard garage style <laughs> like we do in Rot Wheels. Um, but it's pretty incredible. I mean, you've taken a lot of time to do it, but you've done such a great job, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions executing it so far. And you're, you're pretty close to paint, too, man. Yeah, we've done a few primers over there. Um, starting to work with color a little bit, so still getting into it. Um, I've been with them doing the apprenticeship for about six months now. So it's, it's going well. I'm having a lot of fun over there. Really staying busy. There's always something I know to do. Rob's <laughs> glad to have you around. Oh, yeah. And they got a great group of guys over there. They really do. Yep. Yeah, which we'll meet further, I'm sure. We've already met Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get them all on here. We need to. We're going to grill them all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're going to put them in the hot seat right here and grill them Shine all. Shine lights right in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the plan, next step for the Torino, though, you have it all down to, you're pretty much ready to prime now. Or yeah. pretty close to it. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, once you get into prime and we get into paint, uh, which could be possible, possible Rot Wheels episode, we might get yeah, into the, the little yeah. paint work. Um, do Just it to a, show some of the people, you know, what you can do at home, um, you know, with what with the resources that you have, really. Right. Do it yourself, yeah. paint job kind of thing. I, I think would would be very interesting. So we've talked about that as far as being uh, maybe an episode on Rot Wheels. So uh, and it being close. Uh, right next door so very easy to, <laughs> very easy to, to bring it over here and start start doing some tape off and maybe you might even paint it outside if the weather's right yeah it's just almost to see perfect how, right now with that 70 yeah. degree weather just to see how it turns out yeah you know it worse would be really, to sand it down be, and then paint yeah. it all over again yeah that. exactly it'd be it'd be really cool to have a this to show somebody us painting it outside and then polishing it and seeing how it turns out they do it in california all the time yeah, they do it out out west all the time because the, the humidity is nothing. We have to sit and wait for the humidity to get down to a certain level where we could actually spray outside or in our garage. So especially here in South Carolina, yeah, it makes a, a big difference. There's just a little bit of chemistry in mind, and and I usually just you know <laughs> kind of that, finger in lick the your wind. finger and yeah, test test yeah. the okay, yeah, test let's the paint, let's paint. <laughs> You know, so the Torino has a pretty funny story behind it too. Doesn't it really involve me, but definitely involves the two of you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that used to be James's car at one time. I, I went and picked that up in the middle of Georgia somewhere. What'd you trade for it again? I traded uh, Thunder Chicken. <laughs> My least favorite car in the whole world. And then Th you threw a in Ford a... Thunderbird. It was a 1984 Ford Thunderbird Elon. Ugliest car on the earth. Sorry no, about that. Bill Elliott Ooh. broke the. You know, NASCAR speed record in that. Still ugly. Doesn't change the fact that it's an ugly car. You also slammed a 429 in it, right? Uh, I did put the 429 in that Torino in a week with, um, with Rudy. With Rudy, Rudy, yeah, yeah which so. we'll meet again, I'm sure, at some yeah. point, too. 
he'll be he'll be on the show before we know it. Yeah, this this car hopefully will get done sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, have you decided on a color you want to paint it? I know you've been going back and forth. This is pretty funny banter between the two of us, but. <laughs> well, it was originally uh, that uh, icy four blue. I was thinking about that, um, but now I'm kind of leaning towards white, maybe with some uh, blue stripe or whatnot. White's so, easy. Yeah. And I know where there's a whole gallon <laughs> of white. Cheap. Oh yeah. <laughs> in uh, somebody's garage. <laughs> it could be in my garage. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I remember crawling under the thing. We put it. We didn't have a lift at the time. Putting it up on the tallest jack stands we could find, crawling under it in hazmat suits and goggles, and POring the underside, the inside, every cro- like crook and crevice we could find in that car. And I remember I was like, "Screw this!" It was in the middle of the summertime, and I was just like, "I don't want to have anything to do with this hazmat suit. It's too damn hot for this." So I stripped down into shorts and a t-shirt and i got covered in por and that, oh that was just the end of it for me it's not <laughs> fun it takes why, forever to get off why don't you explain to people what pr is pr 15 is a, a product that we use uh it's it's neat um I, I mean it's still just paint at the end of the day um but what it does is it gets into the uh, bad metal rust and stuff and uh penetrates it and treats it and st- it prevents it from rusting further yeah it Stops encapsulates it yeah it, if you have a rusty piece of metal that you can't get to or you can't you can't sandblast or we we can't get our cars dipped in a chemical to get everything off um a pur you can actually i put it up right over the top of a rusty area i think he's in his undercoat yeah and undercoat is, is yeah, great, great for frames and yeah. uh, and on on the bottom of the cars but it literally seals rust in and it doesn't allow it to rust anymore because there's no moisture or anything to get to that rust and and create more rust. So it really does just seal it in. And I want to tell you, you're really selling it. Well, it's expensive, been, but worth it. It's for expensive sure. for a quart. You know, it's like what? I always get about the gallon because you end up. I mean, the gallon's two hundred bucks. Any car yeah. takes oh two quarts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I well, know you guys could probably talk about undercoat all day long. Yeah. Can okay. Well, I want to just say real quick. <laughs> You, when this stuff dries, you can PR fifteen specialists. <laughs> you can hit it with a hammer and it won't chip. It's amazing. That's that's all I'm gonna say about it. Well, if PR fifteen would like to sponsor us, feel free to send <laughs> yeah. inquiries to. Uh... Just send us a couple by the of gallon. Cans. Just send it by the gallon. <laughs> Just send us a couple of cans, man. We'll we put we that on everything. <laughs> exactly. So you know, winding this podcast down. What is your you know coveted? What is your first PR car? 15. And what is the craziest oh, thing man. you've ever done in that car? First car was a 1988 Ford Ranger. It was a black primer, and the girlfriend at the time called it the Jeepers Creepers truck. I don't know if you have ever seen Jeepers Creepers, <laughs> yes. but it looked yeah. just like that. Uh, it was about as ratty as it sounds. It would stall out all the time. It had a straight six in it, but yeah, I ended up letting it go. Um, shortly after I got it, it was not the car for me. So man i had an 87 yeah. i drove Did that you? thing all over the southeast yeah that was a great truck my buddy at the time he had a bronco i uh, had the same motor and i remember that what that was, was the weirdest good. or craziest thing that ever happened to you in it or that you did in it um it was another one of the situations like uh the fiat i had it was uh, i spent a lot more time working on it than driving it so that's why i uh, ended up letting it go what, what year was that Tony? yeah wait a minute what year was that it was in high school the fiat no no no. the fiat was a 1977 no. 1977 Spider 124, yeah. There you go. Now we're getting into That was my first classic car. That was a good one. It also just got relisted on Facebook Marketplace, and he's trying to convince me to buy it. I found it again. We have no room for that. I found it again. We have no room. We we, we just have The last thing we need is a Fiat. You already got a yellow MG. Yeah, then we could have a yellow Fiat and a yellow MG. 
no. Both convertibles. Oh no! Got a fetish for yellow convertibles. We'll have to get, we're gonna have to have you back on the show and talk about your your fetish for fetish foreign, for yellow cars, foreign <laughs> miniatures. Yeah, that sounds even weirder. Don't say it. <laughs> oh my All right. goodness! You got some sponsors you want to take care of? Yeah, I mean, thank you for joining us on the show today, Chris. We're we're for sure gonna have you again. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like all we cover is pure fifteen and fetishes, but all right. That's a good thing. That's that's a good title for the podcast. All right, we got it. P.O.R. and fetishes. That's going to be <laughs> yeah. it. Well, right. thank you guys for a listening pleasure, guys. to 14 Minutes of Fame. If you like this content, feel free to like, subscribe, and leave us a comment on things you'd like to see. And soon we'll have an email going up. Um, you guys can email in and we can talk about stuff on the show or send us your cars. Wait a minute. We don't have an email? Not yet. We're working on it. Can I ask you a serious question? No, you cannot ask me this question that I know you're going to ask me. Okay. Let's well, just roll into on. the sponsors. All right, go ahead. So let's uh, thank Fuel Clothing, uh, Land Speed Automotive, Rebels Navy, The Bike Doctor at Hilton Head, and Dorsey Tree Service. Thank you for your uh, wonderful sponsorships. And a special thanks to Carolina Towing. Oh, yeah. Can't forget it. Don't forget to check out the first episode of Route Wheels out tomorrow, May 10th. Where we blow the budget or not.